Podcast Greatness Productions brings you the Ready, Set, Show podcast with your host, DT and Warlock. We talk music, gaming, and much more. Ready, Ready, Set, set Show Podcast Greatness Productions brings you episode 82 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm your host, DT. And what's up? I'm Morlock. We'd like to thank you guys for joining us as the world is going crazy right now with the unfortunate death of George Floyd, who was a, I believe, a security guard and a bouncer. Cops were called to a storm, something about a counterfeit $20 bill. And it turned into a very, very violent, tragic incident. So this episode, guys, we're just going to talk about how how it all got started and just how it's exploded all across the world from sports to video games. I mean, you name it, this situation has touched millions of people. And a lot of people just want change, man. These cops keep killing uh, you know innocent black people, man. I mean, dude, it's just... It's crazy, man, and I I just felt like we had to give our take on it because though me and Morlock understand the gravity of the situation, we just feel like certain people are going a little too far when somebody makes a comment. You know what I'm saying? Morlock, like me and you discussed. Like, take it down to nudge. Yep. But it's just because tensions are high, so we'll discuss that, guys. But first, I was telling Morlock this story before we started, and as you guys know, Obviously, we want to eventually get sponsored on this podcast. I haven't really... I've reached out to a few companies and never heard anything back. And uh, had a couple... One company, a vape company, back when we were doing vaping, a vaping segment, that said they would sponsor us. And then we just never heard nothing from them again, which is pretty unprofessional. But I was telling more like I got an email... That said this, headline, Influencer Collab Request for Ready, Says Show Podcast. It says, hey, Ready, Says Show Podcast, I found you on Instagram and was hoping we could work together. Company that goes by, I'm thinking Pyree, spelled P-Y-R-E, is a company that specializes in helping gamers, programmers, computer junkies, and workaholics optimize their mind and reach peak performance, total mind and body optimizations. Basically says if it sounds interesting, add them up on Facebook. They gave me the get sponsored link on their website, mypyre.com. I go on there, I signed it up. I'm looking at the uh, sponsored gamer application. So basically... It says ambassadors get 25% off site-wide with code ambassador25. Okay, that's cool. 10% off code with fo- to share with followers and a 10% commission on any sales generated with your unique discount code. Then it gives you four steps. Now, everything up until this point sounds good, sounds about like a sponsorship should be, From though I don't have a lot of experience, just what I've personally seen from a lot of the influencers that I watch. All right, so let's start with step one, and it says fill out the form below. Simple enough. Step two, follow at my.pyree and at pyree.ambassador on Instagram. Like and comment. 
that's fine as well. Step three, join the Facebook group. Leaves a link for that. Introduce yourself and comment on each other's posts. Hey, that's fine. Getting a community together. Get to know each other. I dig it. Then we get to the infamous step four. Make a purchase using code INFLUENCER25. And then it proceeds to tell you two reasons why you making a purchase is important. Okay, like I I could read this to you, but let me tell you one reason it's not is because I'm no sponsor expert and I know with the followers we currently have, they're low, loyal, awesome people, but we don't, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of people, sponsors at this point in time on our podcast might be turned off because a lot of them do go by how many followers you have, how many downloads you got, plays, that kind of stuff. I thought, okay, they said they were a startup company. Cool. But let me tell you why I feel like it didn't. Because I feel like, okay, if you're wanting to sponsor us, you found us, something interested you for you to reach out to us. Okay, we don't know what your product is, dude. We don't know. We've never done it. So, okay, let's say I spend, they, they sell supplements, apparel, and stuff like that. So let's say I buy some of these supplements are 50 bucks let's say i buy a 50 dollar supplement and i don't like it and morlock don't like it we we're not going to get behind somebody like that so that's 50 yeah. bucks that we're out what do you think about it i mean what's the point in backing a supplement that you don't actually appreciate or use personally yourself if you can't back it all you're doing is gassing it up for somebody else to be putting money in their pocket yeah that's what i'm saying like they're getting money and I mean, some people may not like the product. Some people may like the product. I don't know. I just feel like, hey, dude, how about you send it to me if it's good? I'll start making purchases if I have the money. I'll use my code. I'll share our code on this podcast, and I'll shout you out on all our social media pages. I'm just saying, I've never seen one ask you to make a purchase. Now, granted, I've only looked at a few over the last two years of doing this podcast, a few here and there, just to see, like some, it's like Audio Technica, PV, yeah, those are huge companies, especially in music and home recording, studio, stuff like that. Yeah. It was a long shot, but I figured, hey, we use the product, we love it, it was worth it, but these guys right here, I just never had anybody reach out to me and then want me to make a purchase. That's like throwing a big-ass Hail Mary. Miss Moses, come then. Yeah. Good try, though. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they got a really cool-looking website and stuff like that. They sell gamer, like gaming mouses, and I understand that. And, hey, look, man, the thought of them reaching out to us, that's cool. But you, you lost me at the make a purchase. I don't know. I just think, sponsor, I think you send me the product to try out your best stuff. That's what a lot of people do. Am I wrong about this? Exactly. Or at least, hell, at least let a brother get a coupon up in here. Atisha, I don't give a shit what it is. I mean, apparently they push a lot of supplements because it says, you know, they help optimize their mind and reach peak performance, total mind and body optimization. So, there, you know, it's a lot of su- supplements and stuff like that. And, hey, that's cool. You know, I, I, I'll give it a shot. But, dude, I mean, asking me to pay for it, I mean, you the one starting up a company. you got to get your name out there. you got to let people know, try the product and know what they're walking into, dude. You can't just, 
well, buy it, and hey, you might like it. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have no idea who I am, but by golly, I'm a swell guy, and I think you'll like my product. Tell you what, spend 50, and I bet you'll be satisfied, because it always works like that. No, dude, I'm good. Because I'm a swell person, and God darn it, people like me. <laughs> people like me. I just thought, man... That's some ballsy stuff to do, but again, I, I get it. That's just their policy. I understand. I mean, I'm sure they're starting up a company. They're taking a big chance. I mean, they competing with a lot of big gaming organizations. I understand that. I'm not even saying you got to send me the most expensive stuff, but you got to give me something to at least let me give it a shot. Again, if it's something that really helps me, I don't care what it is, man. If it was clothes that we liked, if it was a drink that we liked, whatever. If I got the money, I really will buy from you. Let us know what we're walking into. Don't just, hey, man, spend some money and you'll be happy in the end. I mean, we're not going to get a lot of people at first. You know what I mean? It'd be different if we had, like, thousands of followers and we knew, let's say, 200 of them people would maybe purchase some stuff, you know, and we'd make some money. Anyway, Morlock, man, what's been up since the last episode, brother? Let the people know. Let the people know how you feel. Hard dicks and helicopters. That's all that's been up. Bro, did you know, I think it was in April and maybe even this month, you know, they were saying a lot of the COVID cases were going down. Do you know they're going back up, dude? Yeah, supposedly. Like I said, I think it's all just a big front anyway. It's all just a scam. Yeah, New Zealand apparently is officially COVID-free. But I just thought, damn, our cases are going up. Well, the one thing that uh, we discussed at this one place I went to, I went to a meeting earlier today. Yeah. And we discussed that with the COVID, they're saying that some of these deaths from the COVID virus aren't actual deaths from the COVID virus, that they're falsifying the documents and putting that down on the death record. Uh, this one lady, she had her cousin had just died recently and he died from cancer and they uh went ahead whenever he died and put covid as his cause of death on his death certificate i'm wondering if like a lot of these hospitals that are hurting for equipment and stuff like that maybe they're like i mean think about it because they're probably getting a lot of dough from this covid thing look at those on unemployment I mean, yeah, the people working, it sucks, but the stimulus checks. I mean, it seems like a lot of people are benefiting from this. I mean, look at all these stores, like we've talked about before, raising their prices. I'd say a lot of people, as sad as it is to admit, is benefiting from this. I mean, I feel like things like this should happen a few times a year, maybe to help everybody out. It sucks that a tragedy has to happen for stuff like this to be put into effect who knows man i mean i i don't want to i'm just that's just a theory of mine i'm not saying hospitals but that's weird that they're putting down he died of covid when he died of cancer that's strange yeah i know whenever they're falsifying documents it's all a part of the conspiracy i mean what happens to all the other stuff that we've been told to be watching for what the fuck where's the murder hornets dt Mm-hmm. Where'd they go? Mm-hmm. Where the fu- where'd the fucking murder warrants go? Did they come here and see how fucked up all the rides were? It was like, these motherfuckers is crazy and turned around and went back home. Probably, bro. Probably. I mean, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm just sick of hearing about it. Just like I quit looking up if we were going to have another round of stimulus checks. Like, I quit looking all that shit up because it's, it's a lot of it is the same repetitive bullshit. 
people are just taking advantage of this situation, whether it's clickbaiting on YouTube or whatever it is, and milking the situation and giving people false hope. I just got sick of hearing it. Me personally, like I said before, we should be on our third and or fourth round of stimulus checks. To me, there's no yeah. argument. They should have done Ben in the damn mail. And the fact that they're stalling, we grew up poor. We didn't have a lot. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's people out there, obviously, that's been in a worse situation than us. But we grew up, we didn't have a lot. You know rejection. You know when you're being bullshitted. And that's what's happening. Come on. Yep. Things around here where we live seem to be getting somewhat back to normal. I mean... I wouldn't say it's fully back to normal. I think we're on the right track to be. I just hear news like more cases. I'm like, God, dude, I just don't want to have to go back through this crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can't look COVID. Uh-huh. <laughs> Saw the funniest shit ever on Facebook yesterday. What? I had to repost it on Facebook. Show a picture of dude wearing his COVID mask and it's like got a certain design on it. Yeah. And then right beside it, on the next picture beside it, it shows uh, this wrestler and it's like a dong thong oh kind of deal God. that he's wearing. And it's made, it looks exactly like what's on that dude's face or whatever. And it said, Be careful which thrift store you shop at. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. I was dying laughing. Yeah, man. I mean, it's good to see. I just, I can't wait for sports. I hope sports end delayed. I mean, I know the UFC's back up and running. I just, I'm really hoping football season is good to go, dude. I mean, we, we're not getting spring training from NFL or college. That sucks. But I know things aren't going to go back exactly like they were before, but I'm just ready to put COVID and all this BS in my rearview mirror, move on to bigger and better things. I wish all these athletes, whenever while they're out over the COVID, would all been juicing it the whole fucking time that they were out, and then come back to get off the juice long enough to, to pass the drug test to come back and all that shit, and all of them come back just, I mean, just rhinoceroses, just bulldozing each other. <laughs> yeah. In football, beast yeah. mode each other. Yeah, dude, but they don't even have to juice, dude. A lot of them, dude, has been working out. I've heard many of them every day whether it be in their house. Think about all that pin-up stuff they're going to have. They're going to they gonna be ready to go. I bet you we're going to have some action-packed sports for the first month or two, or football. I like other sports, but football, I just really hope we get to start on time. Who are you pulling for this season, <laughs> Daniel? Last year, I watched a lot of like Baltimore and the Saints. I've always had a place in my heart for Baltimore because – you know, that's where my dad's side of the family, that's where they originated from. And me and my brother, we've always watched them, though we watch the Bucks too. NFL, I've just, I've got a few teams that I watch, man. I watch the Saints, the Ravens, and the Bucks. I don't like to keep jumping back and forth naming my quote-unquote favorite because you know me, I was a Colts fan a few years ago. Uh, hell, I watched the Steelers. I think I just did that to piss off a lot of people, though. Fuck with Chris, uh, our good friend Chris Miller. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to watch the Ravens. I, I'm going to watch the Ravens. Yeah. I, I like what they're doing. Um- I'm still sticking with my two teams, my Texans and my Titans. Dude, the Texans and the Titans were both awesome last year, dude. Yeah, they're both going to be pretty good this year, too. Oh, yeah. I like college, but I've started liking the NFL a lot, too, though. I have more than I used yeah. to. 
but I'm ready for Florida State to get back on track. Been a fan for over 20 years, and it's time for us to get back to elite FSU football. And speaking of FSU football, regarding Coach Mike Norvell, his players speak out against what they say is him lying in regards to this tragic George Floyd situation. But before we jump into the George Floyd story and events, let's go ahead and do some shout-outs. More like you want me to kick it off or you? I would like to give a shout-out to my beautiful wife and kids, as always. Shout-out to Floyd's family. R.I.P. Our deepest thoughts go out with them and their family. Shout out to all of the officers that are good officers that are doing their job the way they're supposed to do their job and go above and beyond to help people that don't get recognition for it all the time and are put in a category just because they're wearing a badge as being bad people and stuff like that. Shout out to those motherfuckers because they deserve a shout out more than anybody right now. Yeah, you're right. Me, I got to thank my beautiful family. Uh, these last couple weeks, man, things are starting to look up. I'm one of them people, though, I never get my hopes up because these are crazy times and things can change. But here I was thinking I was going to get kicked out. And luckily, our last hope and prayer, we'll just say a money situation came true. And thank God I was able to pay all the bills that we still owed, pay some on the rent. Everything keeps working out. I'll be able to get my rent caught up so thank god for that dude i mean i was just hoping and praying that it was going to happen and it did thank goodness so shout out to everybody out there struggling man i know it's hard but just keep your head up try to fight through i know a lot of us got families and we try to get through these hard times and it seems like nobody's going to help you and they don't give a shit about sending us more money Trust me when I tell you, there's a lot of stuff out there that will help you in this situation. I've even heard some states, Morlock, you can't be evicted right now. I mean, I don't know when that ends. I don't know if there's stipulations, but I know there's a few states doing that where you can't be evicted right now. So Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it really is. And I want to give a shout-out to everybody that's came on the podcast, friend-wise and family, and has supported us. Thank you guys so much. Our good friend, Drama Brian, who's behind the scenes, but has always gave us great advice and helped us with intros. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I got to thank Kellen Keller, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that got all this started, who had told me for years to be on. I should be on radio with all the crazy ass stories i used to tell him and uh me and my cousin matt uh, who passed away some years back so r.i.p to matt and shout out to kellen who inspired me to do this podcast and last but not least we got to thank all the listeners who support this podcast me and warlock greatly appreciate all your support and we can't thank you guys enough guys go to the pin post on our facebook page which is facebook.com backslash at rss podcast there's a pin post there that has all our info on the show from where you can hear this podcast our email all our listening platforms anchor spotify apple Podcasts, and just many more Go check it out. Give us a like, comment, follow. And if and only if you enjoy this podcast, share us with your family and friends, please. Do Pretty it. please. Pretty please. That's going to do it for shout outs. All right, Morlock. So let's get down to the, what is what is they say, meat and potatoes? Uh, are you chomping them out? Is chomping, that what you're doing? Chomp them out. Yeah. So, guys. Chomp them out. 
guys really quick like morlock said in his shout outs and i back this our thoughts and prayers do go out to george floyd and his family i know he had daughters just a beautiful family and i really hate that this happened and you know we were talking about how all this happened and our what could have been done in this situation so let's first talk about how all this happened we're going over to newyorktimes.com the article is called eight minutes and 46 seconds how george floyd was killed in police custody so we're just going to read a little bit of this because there's different articles that we have to to sum up a lot of the points we have and just talk about the gravity of this situation and how far this has went across the world. So on May 25th, Minneapolis police officers arrested George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man, after a Delhi employee called 911 accusing him of buying cigarettes with a counterfeit $20 bill. 17 minutes after the first squad car arrived at the scene, Mr. Floyd was unconscious and pinned beneath three police officers showing no signs of life. By combining videos from bystanders and security cameras, retrieving official documents and consulting experts, the New York Times reconstructed in detail the minute leading to Mr. Floyd's death. So basically they have a video that shows, I can't watch this video, but you see them, they have Mr. Floyd cuffed. You know, it shows them come up, pulling him out of his vehicle. And again, I don't really care. Nothing showed that he was aggressive with them. I don't even care if he was cussing at them, whatever. He has the right to do that as long as he's not threatening them and stuff like that. He ends up handcuffed on the ground. There's one officer that literally has his knee in the back of his neck. Now, Mr. Floyd was very tall. He's big. He is a bouncer, I believe, at a club that wasn't far from the scene, I think a couple miles. I think he was a security guard, uh, maybe on the weekends. He's on the ground. He starts pleading, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. He sits there and lets it like, hey, man, come on, let me up. And, I mean, he's handcuffed face down on the concrete. This guy's just got his knee digging in the back of his neck. This police officer, there's three cops standing around him just watching as this guy's sitting here pleading. And it gets so bad, in my opinion, he just pretty much knew he was in trouble. And he starts, I mean, crying for his mom. This large man, that right there, should have told them cops that they're severely hurting this guy. I just don't get how they didn't let up. You want to stand there? and still constrain him, that's fine. But why do you got to keep it dug in his neck? I just don't understand why they would think, like, what, he was lying about being in pain or something? I mean, when you hear a large man like that so much in pain that he screams for his mom, you don't think anything's wrong with that? You think that's what he would use to trick you and get up and assault you? Are you kidding me? When you got three or four other cops backing you up? And you got to know... A knee to the back of somebody's head, dude. Got him restrained. You got him cuffed. Get up and pick him up. You know, you got four officers there all armed. So that's pretty much what happened. People videoed the whole incident. And I'm telling you, I've watched a lot of fucked up videos, Morlock. This one is easily one of the worst ones I've seen. So, Morlock, first off, let's just talk about the incident as a whole. Like, what did you see? What did you get from it? What's your take? Like I've said, everybody always keeps saying, you know, well, 
these people should have done this and these people should have done that. Or if I was there, I would have done this. Or if I was there, I would have done that. And it's all bullshit. It was a police officer restraining somebody. And there was other officers right there as well. And if anybody that was there would have tried to have done anything, then they would have been shot by the other police officers there. So the, all these people are, like, literally standing there helpless. There's nothing that they're allowed to fucking do. Yeah. And having to watch this man be literally murdered in front of them. Yeah. And there's nothing that they can do about it because they can't. They're not allowed to step in and uh, put out justice where it needs to be served. They used to have where you could do citizens' arrest. Shit, that's the thing of the past. Now they, if you try to do a citizens' arrest now, they'll just get you for wrongful capture or some shit like that. I can't remember what yeah. it's called. Yeah, they'll make up something. It's for kid kidnapping and wrongful capture or something like that i was even one of the ones like man i just couldn't watch that happen but you know morlock makes a good point here yeah let's say i got ballsed up and was like hey man i can't watch this i gotta do something i can't let them do this guy like this he's clearly saying he can't breathe he's clearly needs help if you get shot and you live you're gonna be a hero in a lot of people's minds but the point of the matter is you're gonna get shot unless you had a large group of people that outnumbered the cops that it was on the same page you're not getting through that they're going to be shooting because they see you rush toward them and especially a hostile situation like this they're already jumpy you know how cops are that's why a lot of people you know when they walk up to their window i've heard a lot of black males talk about they would just keep their hands automatically on their steering wheel and let them know that they're reaching for their insurance and registration that's horrible dude we're white yeah we've had the cops mess with us and i can't imagine the nightmare that minorities go through sometimes when they're pulled over by these cops and granted it may not be every single time they get harassed probably more than they have good encounters with the cops now i could be wrong i don't have any statistics to back that up or anything you just hear a lot of stories man and just a lot of stuff they've dealt with and it's not hard to come to that conclusion you're going to get these assholes and i'm sure some of them are racist that say oh well they had to be doing something or whatever blah 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 no i've seen many videos there was no edits no cut scenes no nothing beginning to end showed the whole process of these guys getting harassed a lot of them called them out and the cop just knew he didn't have nothing so he just backed down and left i mean a lot of this stuff goes back to racial stuff too oh yeah it all comes down to race at the end of the day yes just like that statistic at where it says that there's more white males killed every single well more white people period killed by law enforcement officers every year than there is any race whatsoever but yet they still try to point out that they're targeted by the police it ain't just them that's targeted it's all of us these people aren't targeting us because of race they're these cops are targeting us because they're wanting to play big swing and dick and try to show what they can do try to show what their badge can do and then they take it way too far and then they by the time they realize that they fucked up they're already on tape oh and they're racist too some a lot of them make no mistake they are i mean dude that statistic may be true although i would like to hear like what does that mean does that mean white males that didn't do anything to deserve an interaction from the police or is that 
white males that were running from them or doing so you know what i mean like i would like to hear that because dude i'm telling you if you recreated 10 scenarios of getting pulled over a white person to a black person guarantee you the black person by far is going to have more bad interactions than the white person but I, i'm gonna tell you this and i've told this story before i might have told you I'd always heard police racism against a lot of blacks and stuff, but I never experienced it myself until this one little incident. And it wasn't a violent incident or nothing like that, but I was working at a gas station. Well, this black dude pulled up, and, you know, I, me and him had kind of got into it before and stuff like that, but, you know, he was a regular at the store. Well, I'm by myself working. Well, dude pumped gas, and he didn't come in to pay for it. Now, this was way back when you couldn't pay at the pump like with your debit card or whatever like you had to come inside and pay but you could go ahead and start pumping gas and then when you got done you came inside and paid just to specify anyway he drove off so i called my manager i called i think i called the cops first and then called my manager yeah that's what i did because that's what they said to do i mean i'm 18 at the time you know this is probably like my second or third job ever well, I called my manager and told her, and she's like, oh, oh, tell him, the cop, when he gets there, that he's a regular that he probably just forgot. I'm like, okay. So the cop comes in. I'm telling him what happened. I said, oh, look, the manager said, don't worry about it. She knows who it is. He's a regular. He probably just forgot. And this is what the cop said. Oh, he's a colored. He didn't forget. And that's just yeah. something like pumping gas, bro. And now, I'm not saying every cop's like that. But I'm telling you, a lot of the times when it comes to people getting messed with, I mean, a lot of black people catch a lot of hell, man. And I mean, I hate that. But I agree. I don't care what color you are. A lot of people have had a lot of bad run-ins with the cops. I mean, I don't care. $20 counterfeit bill, whatever. I, it just didn't deserve all this. I mean, they can try to spend it how they want. They can try to use the I'm a cop bullshit excuse that I get so tired of hearing. You signed up to be a cop. You knew it was dangerous. I'm not going to sit here and, like, kiss your ass because you chose that profession. And, yeah, I know they deal with a lot. They do. A lot of us deal with a lot of stuff in our lives. Yeah, they probably do more than us, but I just hate that when people go, oh, well, I'm a cop, so what, they should get some kind of special treatment? You, you know, yeah. I mean, we all work hard out here. Any of us could die going to our job. I think it's terrible at the end of the day, and I hate it happened. And I'm telling you, a lot of celebrities, musicians, rappers, spiritual leaders, a lot of leaders, I mean, a lot of people came together and protested this situation. It ended up there was some looting. People were angry. This right here, it set the world on fire and sparked all races to come together and protest and come to the aid and get justice for Mr. George Floyd. And it was a beautiful thing to see, despite those destroying stuff. I mean, there was protests here in our hometown. Did you know that, Morlock? They was like a hundred and some yeah. people. It wasn't just here. It was in Kingsport, Nashville, Nashville. Yeah, yeah, Governor Bill Lee, yeah. our governor of Tennessee, because... I'm going to send the military over to the protesters because, you know, they're not going to, you know, talk about destroying stuff and stuff like that. I was like, okay, well, why don't you just 
send people to train these officers so that these situations don't even happen at, at all and it won't lead to protests that get out of hand. A lot of these protesters, though, were peaceful protests. So some of them got a little violent because they were angry and they had every damn right to be. I got to tell you, Morlock, me and you've talked about this for a while. Like we, even when we were in a band, like we had a song, Riot, we've always talked about these type of situations. Uh, granted, we never hoped it would be racial, but we always talked about the day when people get fed up, bro. People yeah. get tired of it. And yeah, protesting, that's awesome. But when, when do you think people really open their eyes and listen is when you start getting crazy, when you start getting violent, when you start breaking shit. Yeah, I hate these innocent people, the Ma and Pa stores that got destroyed. I mean, there was a lot of people, like I know one family, they lost their family store, and the woman said, I wish I was where George Floyd was right now from all that had been taken from her because her store got destroyed. And you know, that shit's sad. I hate that. I don't know why they would target family-owned stores. Yeah, me neither. But, I mean, dude, I'm sorry. They brought a lot of this on themselves because people been screaming about these racist ass, not even racist, about these cops and how they handle situations. They've been screaming it for years, man. And y'all choose not yeah. to listen. You just pat them on the back. Oh, it's a cop. And now I think people are starting to see you get an incident where somebody has a bad experience when they're pulled over. I hate to tell you, you better start listening. So, more like, well, everybody was wanting the four officers involved. They were wanting them charged with first-degree murder. The governor of Minnesota came out and spoke against these cops. People were wanting these guys' heads, and they were wanting justice, and you can't blame them. Now, these guys were all four arrested. The cop that put his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck was charged with second-degree murder, and the other guys, because they were all charged with third-degree but I think the other three guys are still charged with third-degree murder, and that guy got second. Now, people's wanting first-degree murder, and a lot of people saying, well, if you do that, there's a lot more that goes into actually prosecuting them. There's a chance that they could get off. I want you to listen, and I want you to listen very carefully. If these guys get off or get some bullshit sentence, you think it's bad now? It's going to be three times as bad. Yeah, no um, If I'm a judge, I don't give a shit if every juror over there says not guilty. I don't give a shit what the judicial system is. You want to? You you think peaceful protest? A lot of the protests were peaceful, but you know those very small looters. What could possibly happen is those peaceful protesters turn to those protesters looting and and breaking shit like it'll be the rodney king watts riots all over again like when all those cops got off from rodney king you remember those riots back in what the early 90s so i highly suggest they don't screw this up it's gonna be 50 times as worse this time i totally agree i'm trying to find those cops names because those pieces of shit Put them on blast. Yeah, this is uh, CNN.com's where we find this one. Minneapolis police chief says all four officers involved in George Floyd's death bear responsibility. In an emotional response to George Floyd's family Sunday night, the Minneapolis police chief says in his mind, all four officers involved in the black man's killing bear the same responsibility. Quote, Mr. Floyd died in our hands, and so I see that it is as being complicit. 
unquote, Chief Medaria Arredondo told CNN Sarah Snyder, quote, silence and inaction, you're complicit. If there was one solidarity voice that would have intervened, that's what I would have hoped for. No one intervened Monday evening as 46-year-old Floyd to beg for his life while ex-Minneapolis officer Derek Shaven, God, I think I can get my words together here, remained kneeling on his neck for nearly nine minutes, bro. Floyd's death sparked protests across the country with thousands echoing some of the man's final words, quote-unquote, I can't breathe. Some of those demonstrations were peaceful, while others ended in flames, widespread looting, damages, and hundreds of arrests as well as injuries. The four police officers involved in his death were fired from the Department Tuesday. Shaven was charged Friday with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. That's the guy that had his neck. Arredondo's response Sunday came after Floyd's brother asked the chief if he would work to get justice for Floyd. As the chief answered, Floyd's brother wept. And the names of the four officers involved in Minneapolis, pieces of shit. Derek Shaven was, again, the guy that pressed his knee into the back of uh, Mr. Floyd's neck. The officers that just stood around like a bunch of bitches and watched this guy being murdered were Shaven J. Alexander Quang, Thomas Lane, and Tao Tao. T-O-U, last name T-H-A-O. How much time do you think they'll get, Warlock, if you had to guess? I think they'll at least get life for each one of them because I don't think they're going to take it lightly, and they know that they can't take it lightly because even if they do sentence them, if the sentence ain't severe enough for the crime that was committed, then the people aren't going to be happy, and they're going to let them know one way or another. Yeah, they all deserve life, but I can tell you right now they won't get life. I think, I hope they do. I really hope they do. But second and third degree murder, I'm not sure. Maybe the max is life. I think it is. I think all them other guys, they'll probably get 10 years. And I think dude that actually killed Mr. Floyd will probably get 20. He might get life. He might. He deserves it. You know good and damn well what you was doing. You seen how big he was. You held him down, probably thought he was a threat when you know damn well he wasn't. And you thought because he was so big, your knee in the back of his neck like that, he was fine, and it backfired on you. Well, he was hoping that there was a cell tower down is what he was hoping. Yeah. Hey, I mean, dude, they did it in broad daylight, so they just thought they was a cop, and they thought they'd get bailed out. Well, I'm telling you, like I said, you take what happened with Rodney King— that right there is going to happen, except this time it's going to be a lot worse. I mean, I think they already burned down the damn police station where these guys, all four of these cops, worked. They burned it down. CNN's headquarters in Atlanta, they broke the windows out there. While they were live on air, and there was a police barricade inside the CNN headquarters, and they were just sitting there filming it. You could just see guys, like one dude had a skateboard. He wrapped a shirt around it, started trying to break the windows out. They was throwing stuff at the police. Man, it was insane. At Walgreens, I seen them looting live on TV. And some of the signs that a lot of the protesters, I thought this was pretty interesting. The future is now Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and no justice, no peace. A lot of the I can't breathe, that's been a big staple. Justice brings peace, 
for Brianna and George. Brianna Taylor being a black female who was shot dead by police who stormed her home as she slept while searching for a suspect who was already in custody. This is what a lawsuit claims via news.sky.com. And this was a, was overlooked because the George Floyd tragedy is so huge right now. But a lot of people are bringing Breonna Taylor's murder by the hands of these cops out of Louisville, Kentucky. They're bringing it to the surface. It was a drug investigation. They had the wrong home, and this article says, already had the damn suspect in custody. So it just goes to show you, these cops, man, this ain't just coincidence. It just didn't get picked up because of this. But yeah, they, they, they named a lot of black men that were killed in this type of manner. This has been going on for years. And I got to tell you, man, like, it didn't surprise me. I actually honestly thought it would probably get a lot worse, but a lot of the protests were peaceful. Your voice only going to echo so far, but you go and you start terrorizing shit. Oh, they going to listen. I thought it was pretty cool here, uh, independent.co.uk, the independent. Apparently, presidential candidate Joe Biden, or is like, what do they call him, Joe Creepy Biden? (laughs) (laughs) He's creepy as shit. George Floyd's funeral, Joe Biden made a very heartfelt speech. It said, uh, some of the stuff said was, quote, Daddy is so proud of you. Joe Biden issues emotional message to George Floyd's daughter at funeral service. The countless hours. What? Listen, really, that's creepy in itself. Yeah, I think he was trying to talk to his daughter it's hard to really speak on man because you know people are pissed says the countless hours he spent playing any game you wanted because your smile your laugh your love is the only thing that mattered at the moment former vice president joe biden addressed george floyd's daughter gianna in a speech to his funeral in houston texas telling her quote daddy is so proud of you unquote he was speaking via video link as protests over the 46-year-old's killing at the hands of police continue to reverberate around the world. Quote, you're so brave. Daddy's looking down. He's so proud of you. I know you missed that bear hug riding on his shoulders so you could touch the sky, unquote. Biden, you act like you lived with him. Yeah, like he's bunking out back. I just wish that everybody that died like this got this same treatment. Yeah, no kidding. Whenever I die, man, there'll probably be maybe two people show up. This dude's got, like, the country. I hate to be in that traffic line where everybody stops to pull over to pay respects. Oh, God. I hate to be standing there waiting on that traffic line. For oh, that yeah. Funeral. I got to tell you, though, man, I like when people rally around this. I mean, I, this has been something that's been going on forever, and I, I'm told you, man, they've just neglected to look further into these police brutality incidents that, especially those that end in murder, but even those that end in assaults or wrongful arrests or convictions, whatever it may be, man, I'm just saying internal affairs, you need to step your damn game up. I think the FBI or some agency like that those that can't be corrupted need to start going around and looking at a lot of these police forces i mean the big ones too like nypd lapd joe biden said some other things here and i thought it was cool he was just trying to make his daughter feel better i understand it it's just when joe biden talks the nickname fits him perfect he's just a creepy dude i'm sorry even at a heartfelt speech at a funeral he just weirds me out yeah creepy biden yeah 
We had a few sports figures come out and speak on this. A few, for example, Drew Brees, quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, coach of the Clemson Tigers, Dabo Sweeney. A lot of these guys just gave their take on it and were just flamed alive for this. Drew Brees, if you head over to usatoday.com, says New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees took to Instagram on Thursday night to expound on his apology from earlier in the day for his comments on protesting during the national anthem. These comments were widely criticized throughout many quarters, corners excuse me, of the sports world, said Brees in the video apology he posted. I know there's not much I can say that would make things any better right now, but I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people, especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change in regards to legislation and so many other things to bring equality to our black communities. I am sorry, and I will do better, and I will be part of the solution, and I am your ally, and I know no words will do that justice, unquote. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, what did he say? Well, I'll tell you. Here's what he said, quote, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Really quick, some context. He's talking about when the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, Colin Kaepernick, chose not to kneel any national anthem because he was protesting over police brutality and, and everything that was happening and been happening to black Americans. And he said that he will no longer kneel, that he can't put his hand and kneel for a flag when all this is going on in America. Just some context. I probably butchered that, but that's pretty much what he's saying. Because a lot of people are bringing that incident back up. Hey, look, you all gave Colin Kaepernick hell. He was pretty much kicked out of the NFL, though he ended up winning millions of dollars when he sued the NFL and was eligible to play again. I mean, let's be honest, it pretty much ruined his career. They're saying, look, now he was right the whole time. He had a right to do that. Now, look, this is why he did it. Okay, so this is when Drew Brees took, and he said, we continue, is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go, but I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better and that we are all part of the solution, unquote. So that's what he said and was roasted for it. Morlock your thoughts. It's just kindergarten country, man. I don't give a shit. Who cares what he said? Who gives a fuck? He's a football player. He don't make money talking. He makes money throwing a football. Yeah. He makes money playing a sport. So who gives a rat's ass what he said? He it doesn't affect anything but did that seem at all racist i don't think it had anything to do with race he was just giving his take on whether you should kneel put your hand over your heart stand whatever during the national anthem i mean colin kaepernick had every right you're allowed to protest in this country you have the right to do that in colin kaepernick i mean let's be honest with situations like this he had every right he felt in his heart that that was what he wanted to do and i'm not knocking him for it 
and I, I commend him for it, as a matter of fact. He stood up for a cause. He had a lot of people back him. He lost an NFL career over this. He was eventually eligible to play again, but nobody picked him up because nobody wanted to deal with the backlash. Drew Brees, who he's a nice guy, never been in any trouble. He was just simply saying, this is my take on it. You know, I mean, he, he's done a lot of stuff with the troops. This is just his view on it, man. That's it. I mean, he wasn't like, oh, you know, screw this situation, man. You know, you should respect cops or well, he deserved it or not. He wasn't. He didn't say nothing like that. He was just saying, hey, this is my take when it comes to national anthem. True. Freedom of speech, but we roast these guys for speaking their opinion. If he was being belligerent, racist, disrespectful to this George Floyd situation, light his ass up. But he wasn't. Like I said, I understand that they're in the public eye because they're part of a professional sports team. But, like I said again, they get paid to play a game, not use their fucking words. So, whatever he says, it doesn't fucking matter. It, like, who cares? Who's who's Drew Brees to give his opinion on anything that That's makes true. it damn to anybody else? Yeah, you're right. You're, you're very right, more like I mean, that's a damn good point, which is why these guys speak out. Though we've been harassed by police, it obviously isn't in this type of manner. I just would not, especially Drew Brees, I don't give a shit who it is. Like, I just wouldn't go public. I would send my thoughts and prayers and my condolences, and that's it. Like, I wouldn't give some opposite side opinion you know or whatever i would just yeah. be just because you know people are going to react man tensions are high right now man one little wrong thing even though nothing about that was malicious look what happened they lit his ass up i'm telling you he caught shit from a lot of people dude then i'm like okay this is crazy no sooner and i'm reading about that our new coach coach mike norvell for the my florida state seminoles coming in the guy's done a lot with recruiting he's been kicking ass i've loved a lot what he says i see now he's under fire so i'm like man what's going on and i explained this to warlock earlier so basically coach norville sent out a tech a group text to all the football players he told them what was going on with all this stuff happening with george floyd he told them hey if any of you guys want to reach out to me have a one-on-one -on -one, just i'm assuming message me back or call me whatever you want to do meet with me we'll do it so coach norvell they had asked him a question during an interview if he had talked to his players he said yes he just chose his words wrong said that he spoke with everybody about this and gave his take and let them know hey if you need to speak with me or, or pretty much he just made it out like he had had a one-on-one -on -one with everybody well our best defensive player, Marvin Wilson, comes out and says, puts out a tweet and says, man, this is bullshit. He didn't have a one-on-one -on -one there, but he sent out a group text, and that was it. I mean, some players, we later found out, did respond back, but a lot of them, like in this case, Marvin Wilson, didn't. And so a lot of people was like, oh, just so quick to shit on Coach Norvell. Oh, he's already... If he loses the players, he might as well go coach somewhere else. I mean, just lighten his ass up like Drew Brees. Well, then Coach Norvell puts out a brilliant apology. A lot of people was giving uh, Marvin Wilson shit for going and speaking out on Twitter instead of taking it up with this coach in private. Coach Norvell says, no, that's fine. I want him to do that. It's, you know, talk about what you want. This is your platform. You, you can make a difference. You need to speak on whatever. I commend him for that. 
he then later admits, hey, I shouldn't have said everybody. I sent out a group text and let everybody know, you know, his thoughts and he was with them. If anybody needed to speak with him one-on-one just to, you know, message him back or notify him, let him know. He said it was wrong of me to say that I spoke with everybody. I'm sorry he apologized. That was it. That situation was over. A lot of people, like I said, hey, Marvin, you should have took it up with Coach in private. I agree, but he has the right to speak out about it. I personally, just how quickly it was resolved, and it was just simply a, a, a bad choice. You know, he just mixed up his words. He, he, didn't, he didn't elaborate right. No big deal. Because a lot of the players and shit were pissed over this. He could have lost the football team and been over before it even starts. If you ain't got your players behind you listening to you, respecting you, you're done. You can't be a coach. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't get your men behind you, they ain't going to listen to you, and they sure as hell ain't going to win no football games because you're pretty much just a standing body out there yelling plays to yourself. I I personally just don't think it should have got out of hand. That's why I waited for Coach Norvell's apology, and it was a brilliant apology. I'm glad it died before it got any worse. Uh, then we had a Dabo Sweeney came out and said, hey, all lives matter. He thinks it's just black lives matter. He thinks that all our lives matter. I mean, of course, you guys can go look up the his full speech, but a lot of these guys, I, I really do think, we're not at all trying to be malicious. We're not at all trying to go against the grain about what everybody feels toward this. I just feel like tensions were high again and people were just any little thing where you were trying to give a different a different take a different approach to the situation and stuff like that you know like all lives matter where i'm sure coach sweeney wasn't meaning any harm or trying to offend or disrespect anybody this situation this has been happening with a lot of black males and females i'm sure you know so when you come out and say all lives matter, especially when you have so many people up in arms over this particular situation involving a black male, yeah, you're going to catch some shit. I don't agree with that at all whatsoever because the reason that we say the all lives matter goes back to, like I was saying, like the statistic of how there's more white people killed a year than there is black people and stuff like that. You know yeah. I mean? That's why, that's why we have that out there of all lives matter is because of that shit right there to let them know hey y'all motherfuckers i know you're hurting we're hurting too everybody's hurting we're this that's why this is a chance for the nation to stand together without race being part of it all yep. of us stand together that's why they're wanting everybody to put on their mask i wanted to create a character myself as uh one called maskless pretty much just saying that i don't need my mask to be who to be who i am i don't need to hide who i am just to be heard and join people just to be heard just to be me i am me get out there and make a difference me by myself not just we as people but we as our just being by ourselves and then when we come together realizing that we as one person can do something then look at how much more we can do as all of us together 
You know what I'm saying? Yep. I can agree, too. You know, all lives do matter. It's very unfortunate when it comes to police brutality. A lot of the black males have been demoralized the most by police. And I'm sure other minorities deal with it, too. Whether you be Arabic, whether you're Mexican, Asian. I mean, it's just clearly comes down to racism and, like we said, power-hungry cops. And in order to fix the problem, it's going to have to start there. You need to quit having these ego go maniac, arrogant, oh, I got picked on and beat up in high school, so now I'm going to take it out on the world. And most importantly, racist cops. We don't need these douchebags in here. I mean, if they're heard making comments or treating black people, they pull over, whatever it may be. People start hearing derogatory comments, and you can clearly see these guys have an issue with a certain race, maybe not even black people. They need to be fired on the spot. You don't need to put people like that in authority, especially without all this stuff with the tragic death of Mr. Floyd has unfolded. The world is angry right now. They want answers. They want justice. And I don't think they're going away so quietly this time. I think everybody's tired of it, fed up, and now these cops are going to have to answer for it. And they're not going to let them weasel out of it this time. I agree with you. A lot of the protest had a lot of different races coming together as one, and it was a beautiful thing to see. Now, of course, if we didn't have the looters and stuff like that, I think the protest would have went a lot farther. It was just, unfortunately, people, they hear people destroying stuff, even though it's like some people just deal with things different. Some people can protest with words. Some people protest with bricks going through windows. You know what I mean? I mean, some people want their message to get heard, and violence gets a message heard quicker than you just speaking. It's unfortunate. I hate that. But in this case, I think the protests, even the peaceful ones, I think they really shined here. And it was beautiful to see everybody coming together. Because like you said, if everybody could come together and work as one, a lot of these guys would be in trouble. A lot of these governments and stuff like that, people wouldn't take no shit. And I feel like a lot of the shit that a lot of these cops and government officials and stuff get away with, they wouldn't be getting away with it anymore. And I just wish well, people could was, realize it. That's what I was saying. That was adding to that. But if we figure out how much we actually believe in ourselves and believe what we can do yeah. and how powerful we as one are, whenever we all come together, how much more powerful, man. It's just it, there's nothing that could stop us. Exactly. If, nothing that could stop us. You're right. Well, guys, last thing we're going to talk about here, um, there was a lot of high-profile video games that actually took a stand with protesting. Grand Theft Auto V Online, Mortal Kombat 11, NBA 2K20, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Fortnite, just to name a few. A lot of these big video game platforms did their own form of protesting. A lot of them shut down for a couple hours. You couldn't play online and stuff in remembrance of George Floyd. I play a lot of NBA 2K20, Grand Theft Auto Online, Fortnite especially that and NBA 2K was even offering free clothing for your My Park player. You know, Black Lives Matter, I can't breathe, wanting justice to those cops and stuff and man, it, it was a good thing to see everybody no matter what community you're from, no matter what race you are standing up against this, man, because I just wish everybody arm in arm man could just take on all these issues man people wouldn't won't realize 
how easy it would be to solve so many problems and not let them fucking push us around and think about if we all stood together and spoke out like over these uh over the stimulus checks i mean dude we'd probably we'd probably be getting them for the next six months you know everybody comes together but everybody wants to divide and do their own thing and don't want to worry about helping and being there for somebody it's it's become a dog eat dog world and i hate it because back when i was younger man i don't care what it was do people work together and i miss those days what mr floyd went through was wrong and i don't care who you are race background i don't give a damn what happened to that man was wrong if you think any different you're fucked up in the head and you have no heart uh, obviously just a piece of shit that's just my take that cop had that man handcuffed restrained face down on i don't give a shit how big he was there was four of them they all had guns tasers billy clubs all that shotguns that man wasn't going nowhere and most certainly wouldn't have risked it i'm pretty sure over a fucking counterfeit twenty dollar bill like a friend of mine said I mean, man, I've heard and seen people that have been handed counterfeit money and they not even know it. It don't mean because you got a counterfeit bill that you up to some illegal shit. And especially a $20 bill. Why are you going to risk a federal charge over $20? I mean, it just seemed like it was a mistake. But before they could investigate and see that, 17 minutes is enough for them to decide that this guy somehow, some way was being threatening or violent, but the video already came out and proved that he wasn't so this was a pointless tragedy and now a family and friends have to mourn the loss of a loved one because of these dumbass cops again our thoughts and prayers go out with the floyd family we hope that they can eventually one day get through this tragedy i mean i know it'll obviously stick with them forever but i hope that they can get the strength one day to try to carry on with their lives they better be getting millions of dollars from this and i mean i know money can't make the pain go away and but i'm sure the they're happy knowing that everybody's taking a stand and that what their dad did was sparked a movement i mean let's be honest here more like this is a movement yes it is and that's all we gotta say about that again our thoughts and prayers go out to the floyd family we wish you guys nothing but the best and uh to all you good cops out there man i mean i hate it for you this is just something y'all gonna have to change your training you're gonna have to do something different and y'all gonna have to start instead of defending some asshole because you know a lot of them know who the pricks are oh that's old racist johnson oh but you know you know they know that they just they feel like they're a brotherhood because they got that badge on well i'm gonna tell you something if you know it knowing that shit's going on and you don't do nothing about it you ain't no different from them you ain't no different from them i don't give a shit if you're respectful to everybody you pull over you give people breaks no matter what color they're i don't care you know about it and you don't do nothing about it you're the fucking problem too more like what you got in closing that pretty much sums it up for me we all got to stand together, guys. And no matter how you look at this situation, just know that uh, this is a hard time. Tensions are high. This, like I said, sparked a movement. So just be careful what you say. I know it sucks, and I know you probably don't mean anything bad by it, and I know you have the freedom to say what you want, and that's fine. But just you know, kind of be respectful to, to his family. Again, I know it ain't malicious, just not right now. But all right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 82. We'd like to thank everybody for joining us. And again, guys, 
We want to know your take on anything we discussed on today's show. Give us your take on the George Floyd situation. I mean, be respectful, obviously, but just be honest with us. We want to know your take. And again, guys, if you want to know any information, where you can listen to this podcast, all our social media pages, email, everything, head on over to facebook.com backslash at RSS podcast. Scroll down just a little when you get there and you'll find a pinned post top of the page. It has everything, our email, every social media platform we're on currently and where you can hear this podcast. Like, comment, share subscribe all that good stuff with your family and friends if you enjoy us we want to earn all our likes comments follows everything we don't want you to listen unless you're enjoying it more luck we got another one in the books brah all right for episode 82 of the ready set show podcast i'm dt and i'm more luck and we out ready set show time peace